Well, we uh, start a new series today, and uh, it's a passionate summer with passionate psalms. And uh, so as Phil mentioned, we're going to spend the the rest of the summer uh, just looking at uh, some psalms, not all of them, but some psalms, and uh, just looking uh, for the passion. And uh, when you get into the scriptures and, uh, you know, if you spend some time in the psalms, uh, you'll just discover that uh, that is just kind of the collection in Scripture of just some really passionate things. Uh, and, and the psalmist just, uh, you know, crying out or, or the psalmist just shouting out, you know, and, and just this passion. So we're going to spend some time this summer just looking at uh, some of those psalms and uh, gleaning uh, the passion. So today we start with uh, Psalm uh, number one. And as we look at Psalm number one, um, it's just great to start there because it's a reminder as we get into the Psalms, a reminder that, that well, our passion starts because God is passionate about us. And, and that's really right away in the scripture. Blessed is the one who, blessed is the one who, what, what lies behind that is, is an understanding of the psalmist that says God is a passionate God. And this passionate God desires, wants to bring blessing into our life. I mean, that passion, that, that emotion, that fervor to be compelled, right, to, to action. And, and that's who God is. The psalmist right away wants us to get and understand the nature of who God is. And that God is a passionate God. And, and this passionate God has a desire and, and a compelling part of him that wants to just bring blessing, favor into our lives. Think about that. Let, let that sink in. I mean, when you wake up tomorrow morning, you know, remember today and remember that, wait a minute, the psalmist just told us that this passionate God of ours wants to be passionate about your life. He wants to pour into your life every opportunity and every blessing. He is one who is passionate about blessing your life. We can see it not just in the Psalms, but uh, Jeremiah 29, it's like really obvious. It says, I know the plans I have for you, announces the Lord. Now look at the next sentence. I want you to enjoy success. What's he want? He's passionate about our lives. And he desires, he wants to bring blessing into our life. He is passionate about each one of us and what our lives can be, what our lives can become. And he's looking for the opportunity to bring that passion and that blessing uh, into our lives. Psalm 129, another one of the Psalms. Blessed are all those who have respect for the Lord. They live as he wants them to live. Your work will give you what you need. Blessing and good things come to you. That God just wants to bring this blessing and he wants to just bring good things into our lives. That it's just part of who God is. It, it, he's just a passionate God. And he's passionate about each one of us and what our lives can be. Isn't that an awesome thought? That it's just the nature, the passion that God has for our lives. Then the psalmist, uh, in, in the psalm, the psalmist then tries to give us an, an insight about, well, okay, this is the nature of, of who God is, but what, what is the, the fertile soil that allows God 
to, to accomplish that passion in our life. Just because he wants it in our life doesn't mean he can accomplish it, right? I mean, he may want it, but what does it take then to give God the opportunity to express that passion uh, in our lives? And the psalmist's answer is, well, it's quite simple. That, that God is already passionate about us. That's not the question. The real question is, are you equally passionate about God? That, that you share the same kind of, of passion for, for who God is and, and what God desires in your life. The psalmist understands that, that relationship kind of thing going on, right? I mean, we got phrases like, uh, it takes two to tango, right? Passionate dance takes two. Same principle, right? He's telling us, listen, God is already passionate about you, but now wait a minute. What about you? What about you? Are you equally passionate for God? Because that's the fertile soil of, of how God can unleash his passion in your life. And so the psalmist gives us some do's and he gives us some don'ts to understand how we, how we develop that passion for God. You ready? So he's got to do right away. He says, well, okay, so right away you develop this passion for God because you just obey the law of the Lord. You obey the law of the Lord. What's he telling us? Well, I mean, it's pretty simple, pretty, pretty straightforward stuff, right? It means, listen, if you're going to be passionate about God, it means you've you got to just let God have his way in your life. That, that you've got to get your life in sync with what God wants to do in your life. Not, not what you're about, not what you want, not what you think, but you got to get your life in sync with where God wants you to be. And, and that comes from just obeying His law. Just living the way God wants you to live. And, and so if, if you're out there and, and you know you want this God to be passionate and, and pour passionate favor and blessing into your life, then, well, you got to look at your life. You've got to look at your life and say, well, wait a minute, is my life in sync? With what God teaches? You know, am I living that life that's in order with with what God desires? What Jesus taught us about how to live and how to be? And if you're not, well, okay, here's the opportunity to just take a serious look at your life. And say, wait a minute, if God's passionate about me and that passion is going to unleash in my life, then I need to get in sync. I need to get my life in sync with what God wants and just obey his law. Just obey what he teaches. Right? So that's a do. right? Then he, he follows it up with some don'ts. Okay? And, you know, we're good with the don'ts, parents, right? And so our father is giving us some, some don'ts here, right? So the first don't is, well, okay, don't follow the advice of evil people. Pretty common sense stuff, right? If you want God's passion to be unleashed in your life and, and that passion for blessing in your life, well... You've got to stop and not only look at, are you in sync with what God wants in his law, but who are you listening to? Who's influencing your life? I mean, seriously, think about who do you listen to? I mean, when you're making significant decisions in your family or in your life, the direction of your life, I mean, who's influencing that decision? Who's, whose voices are, are speaking into your life? The psalmist is saying, well, well listen, God, God can't unleash the passion that he has for you and, and the favor, the blessing he wants to pour into your life if, if you're not listening to him, if you're listening to other people. And so you've got to step back and you say, well, wait a minute. Who, who am I surrounding myself with so 
that they're speaking to my life and they're influencing me in, in the directions that I'm going. Because who you listen to is significant. It, it influences that direction. And, and if they keep listening and listening, it has that, that way of pushing us in the direction. So the psalmist is saying, listen, God's passionate about your life. That's, that's a given. But are you, are you at a place where you can unleash that passion? Or are you listening to other people? So you've got to look at your life and just say, who, who am I listening to? And, and he gives us a pattern here. He says it starts with listening. Okay? But, but then it, if you keep listening to the wrong people, he's going to give you another don't. Don't make a habit of doing what sinners do. See, that's what happens is if we start listening to the wrong people and surrounding ourselves with people who are far away from God, we start listening, then we're also going to start imitating. And we're going to start living the way they live. And he's saying, listen, don't do that. You're walking away from God. God can't unleash the passion he's got in your life if you're listening to that and if you start imitating that and doing as they do. And be careful because if you keep listening to that and you keep walking in the way that those people are walking in, then it's going to lead you to some bad habits in your life. And the worst habit is it's going to lead you to mocking the Lord. It says, don't join those who make fun of the Lord and his law. That, that if you surround yourself with those people and, and you keep listening to them and, and you start imitating them, it's going to bring you to that place where you're so far away from God that, that you're not obeying his law. And, and in fact, you're making a mockery of it. Now, now remember where he started with the do, right? So God's passionate about your life. He, he wants to be passionate about bringing blessing and favor into your life. But you've got to get in sync. And if you're going to be in sync, it means... You've got to stop and look at who's influencing your life. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you listening to? Who are you walking with? And who's having that opportunity to influence you into those habits of your life? I mean, Scripture takes that really seriously. Uh, the Apostle Paul talks to the Corinthian church about this simple principle of looking at who's influencing our lives. Okay, And uh, I, I have the amplified version there at the top because it's a little more detailed. Uh, the amplified version says... Uh, do not be so deceived and misled, exclamation point. Evil companionships, communion and associations, corrupt and deprave good manners and morals and character. You see what, you see what it's saying? I mean, who you hang with is really important. Who you listen to, who, whose habits you imitate is really important. And, and it's so important because... It's the soil that's going to determine whether God can unleash his passion in your life. If, if you just take it straight forward, the, the bottom translation is uh, the uh, NIV reader's version. It says, don't let anyone fool you. Bad companions make a good person what? Bad. It rubs off. It, it, it just rubs off. That's the way it is, right? It, it just rubs off. And, and so... The psalmist wants us to understand that God is passionate about our lives and God wants to unleash this passion in our life. But we've got to take stock of our lives and say, listen, are we in sync? Who are we listening to? Who's our influences? Who are we hanging out with? Right? And, and the fertile soil is getting our life in that place that allows God to unleash the blessing, the blessing. And this is the place. This is how we get there. He says, instead, so the do's and the don'ts. Instead, here's what you've got to do. Instead... Take delight in the law of the Lord. I love that word, delight. Isn't that a great word? Take delight. Yeah, just delight. Just let it lift you up. Just let it 
infuse you and lift you up like just delight in it. This is kind of like you know, like the Musketeer bar, right? That just kind of lifts, right, and floats in the air. You've seen those commercials, right? Just kind of like, whoa, look at that! It's just delight in the law of the Lord. It just kind of infuses you and lifts you up and generates you, and it's good stuff. He's saying, listen, that's the fertile soil. It's, God's already passionate about your life. God already wants to bring blessing and favor and all that good stuff in your life. But you got, you got to just delight and, and let let the word just pour over you. And let it just lift you and infuse you. And, and notice, he says, and think about his law. Think about his law. You know, I mean, that, don't just brush by it. Don't just kind of let it just kind of, oh, cool. But think about it. I mean, it's, you got to soak it in. You, you got to let it impact you. You got to, you got to just spend time with it. You got to, got to chew on it. You got to, you know, digest it. You got to just let it get ingrained into who you are. Think about it. Meditate on it. Right? And notice how often. Think about it, his law, how often? Day and night. How often? Day and night. Doesn't mean just one hour Sunday morning. It's all good, one hour Sunday morning, but that's not enough. God is passionate about your life. God wants to pour favor and good stuff into your life. But you've got to get your life in sync. You've got to look at who's surrounding your life, who's influencing your life. And you've got to create the opportunity for God to do what God wants to do. And you do that when you just delight in his law. When you just let that law lift you and pour over you. And you do it day and night. You just, you just spend time with it. You just let it, let it pour into you. Now, the psalmist wants us to get this and, and get passionate about God. And so the psalmist gives us an image to try to relate Everything he said already. Try to relate that into an image that we can identify with. And so here's the image uh, that he uses. The psalmist says, He is like a tree that is planted near a stream of water. It always bears its fruit at the right time. Its leaves don't dry up. Good image? Yeah. Now, notice something. And you look at my, my title there. Passionate for a transplant. Like, what? Transplant? Yeah. A lot of people miss this in the psalm, but this is the cool thing about the psalm. Notice the psalmist is saying that the tree is planted. It's placed there. This isn't a tree that just kind of sprung up, right? I mean, just kind of the wind blew and it fell and the seed and it grew. No, this is a tree that is planted. And if it's planted, it means somebody took what, where it was, all the old place where it was living, it took the old place where it was living and it ripped it out of that old place and it planted it in this better place. What's the deal? That's exactly what God does for us when we surrender our lives to Jesus Christ. That's what it is. When, when we surrender our lives and say, Jesus, you are our Lord. It's like he just rips us out of the old place that we were living. He rips it out of all that old stuff that was part of our life. He just kind of rips us out of all that old living and that old thinking and listening to the old advice and the ways of the world. And he just kind of rips us out of that and he plants us in Jesus Christ in the right place. He plants us in that right place. And the promise is that that place is a place that's always going to nourish us and strengthen us. And that place is going to create the opportunity in our life. To, to know fruit and favor. 
Look at the image again. It says, look, it's going to be by a stream of water. And, and when you're planted in the place that God wants you to be, when you're planted in the place in Jesus Christ where God wants you to be, you're going to bear fruit. It's just what we're talking about. That God has a passion, remember, to bring blessing into our lives. And, and if we're in Jesus Christ and, and He's the influence in our life, He's the one that we're listening to, He's the one that's giving direction to our life, He's going to plant us in that right place and then our lives can get nourished, get nourished and replenished and put us in that opportunity of being favored to somebody else to bear fruit. <clears throat> that we're going to have the opportunity to just bear fruit, to, to let our lives overflow into somebody else. Notice it says, to always, always bear fruit at the right time. The right time? The right time? Yeah, what's the right time? It's always God's time. Whatever it is, is God's time. Whatever it is that God is choosing to do in our life at the right time, and we won't dry up. Now, if you follow this, and you're with me here, listen to the next thing. Because God makes the most amazing statement. He makes the most amazing statement. You ready? Everything, everything godly people do turns out well. Isn't that awesome? Everything. This is the problem. Everything. Everything that godly people do. Everything that we do when we're planted in the right place by Jesus Christ, when we're influenced only by delighting in His Word and just being saturated day and night with His purposes in our life, when we're planted in that place and our lives become the opportunity to bear fruit, He's making this Word over our life that says everything. Is going to turn out well. Everything? Yeah, everything. Well? Yeah, well. Here's the key. It's going to be well according to what God wants. Maybe not what we think. I mean, maybe not what we want. Maybe not what we desire, right? But it's going to turn out well according to that fruit, that purpose, that intention, that passion that God has to work in our lives. That's why you can say it. Because we're in the right place. We're in sync with what God wants. We're obeying His Word and His law. We're drinking it in day and night, right? We're in that place that God wants us to be, transplanted so that we can bear fruit in the lives of others. And when we're in that place, the passion that God has for us to do good things in our lives takes hold. And when we're doing what He wants, it's always going to turn out well. How cool is that? It's always going to turn out well. It's always going to turn out well. Now, the psalmist won't leave us there. Uh, the psalmist wants to also give us the stark contrast. Uh, he wants us to understand there's an alternate route. Not a good route, but, but he's not going to avoid the reality. And so the psalmist reminds us, well, sinful people, sinful people, that, they don't have that. Why? Because the passion of the Lord's not loose in their life. Right? This passion of God, it's not happening. Sinful people are not like that at all. They are like straw 
that the wind blows away. He, he's using the image of the old threshing floor, you know, when they had all the grain on the, on the floor and the winnowing fork thing, and they just, you know, fork it up and throw it up and let the wind blow all the chaff away, and, and the good fruit, right, would fall back to the threshing floor, and all the chaff would just kind of, kind of blow away. Right? You say, well, that's the way people's lives are when they're not transplanted in Christ. When they're not in that place that God wants them to be. When they're not in sync. It, it's just it's a wasted life. It's just blowing in the wind. Just going nowhere. You know what the sad thing is? You know those people. You know some people like that. You, you know folks who, who's they're just blowing in the wind. Their life is just wasting away. Because they're not planted in the right place in Christ. And they're listening to all the wrong voices and they're adopting all the wrong habits and they're just not, not in sync at all with, with God's desire and passion for their life. The psalmist says, when the Lord judges them, their life will come to an end and sinners won't have any place among those who are godly. You see, there's an alternate route. And that's why we're planted where God wants us to be planted so that we can bear that fruit and we can reach those people. And we can tell them, listen, God is passionate about your life. God is so passionate about your life. And he, he wants to bring blessing into your life. And it begins when you get transplanted in Jesus Christ. And move from that old life to this new life where God has that opportunity to bring favor and blessing. The psalmist says that that's the nature of who God is. And, and that God is just passionate about us. And, and God is looking for the opportunity to turn that passion loose every single day. Look, look at the last part, last verse. It says, The Lord watches over the lives of those who are godly, but the lives of sinful, pe sinful people will lead to their death. Now, catch the beginning here, verse 6. It says, The Lord watches over the lives of those who are godly. Now, get, get that image. What does, it, what does it mean? Well, I mean, we started, right, understanding that God is passionate about our lives. That, that God is passionate about wanting to bring blessing into our lives, bring favor into our lives. Well, the psalmist is reminding us at the end, saying, listen, this is what God does every day of your life, every moment of your life. God is watching over he is looking for the opportunity to unleash his passion. How cool is that? I mean, every day, when you get up tomorrow and your feet hit the floor and you're going out there to do your thing, whatever it is, and you're delighting in the law of the Lord and, and you're just drinking in day and night, getting in sync with God, it means God is looking every single moment for the opportunity to unleash his passion. How neat is that? That, that whatever's happening, even if you're in a hard place, even if you're in a, a struggling place, it, it doesn't change God's attitude to that moment. That every moment, He is watching over. And He's watching over with the same purpose and the same intention. And that intention is to unleash His passion. We have a passionate God. And that passionate God is so passionate about us that at the right time, he unleashed that passion by sending his son, Jesus Christ. He unleashed that passion 
by letting Jesus Christ die on a cross for each one of us. He unleashed that passion when he rolled away a stone and Jesus walked out alive. And he unleashes and looks for the opportunity every single moment to unleash that passion in your life. Our God is a passionate and awesome God. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for being the God that you are. We, we just want to hold on today to the passion that you have for us. We, we want to drink in your word. We want to just delight in your law. We want it to just saturate us day and night and lift us up. Father, we want to be in that place that the psalmist teaches and encourages that, that we can just be in that place of passion for you because we already know your passion about us and that you have such a desire to unleash good things in our life. So, Lord, we thank you already for everything that you've got planned for our tomorrow, for everything that you've got in store for our future, and to know that whatever we face, whatever we deal with, that you are watching over us and you're looking for that opportunity to unleash that passion again and again and again for each one of us. So, Father, we ask, keep us planted. Keep us rooted in that right place, nourished by the stream of your Holy Spirit, that we can live that passionate life about you. We ask it through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.